Welcome to the Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Kids Podcast. Have you ever wanted to do something that had to be accomplished in several steps? In the 1960s, the United States decided to try to send astronauts to the moon. They created an agency called NASA to make this happen. The first thing NASA had to do was figure out how to launch rockets and men into space. That was called Project Mercury. The last step, actually getting to the moon and landing on it, was called Project Apollo. Between Mercury and Apollo was the middle step, which lasted through 1965 and 1966, called Project Gemini. And that's what we're learning about today. The goal of Gemini was to improve on everything they accomplished during Mercury and do everything they could to prepare for Apollo. One of the things they improved was the capsule the astronauts flew in. The Mercury capsule worked well, but it only fit one person at a time. The Gemini capsule held two men at once. This was important because with two people, they could do more experiments and handle jobs that would be too much for one person alone. In fact, the project was named Gemini because of this two-person capsule. In astronomy, Gemini is the constellation of stars that represents the twins, two people in one constellation. Project Gemini had 12 missions. In the first, they launched two rockets with no astronauts on board, just to test things out. The new rocket, called a Titan II, performed beautifully. In the next mission, they tested out the new capsule. Gemini 4 was the most amazing mission. Way up in space, orbiting the Earth, astronaut Ed White put on his spacesuit and helmet, attached himself to a long cord that was also attached to the capsule, and opened the door. He left the ship and walked in space. He floated around outside as far away from home as anyone had ever been. And the photographs of his spacewalk above the Earth are amazing. The technical name for walking in space is extravehicular activity, or EVA. The rest of the Gemini missions got longer. On Gemini 5, Astronauts stayed in space for a week, and on Gemini 7, they stayed up for two weeks. They needed to prove they could, because going to the moon would take that long. The other missions were designed to have two spaceships meet up and hook together in orbit. All these things, walking outside the capsule, docking two ships together, and staying up there for two weeks, would need to happen if they were going to land on the moon. They also figured out how to land closer and closer to the spot in the ocean they were aiming for when the missions were done, which was safer for the astronauts waiting to be picked up by the Navy ships. To make Gemini happen, NASA needed to hire a new crew of astronauts to add to the astronauts they had from Project Mercury. They were even more impressively qualified than the Mercury crew. They had test pilot experience, and four of them had advanced engineering degrees. The men of this crew were Neil Armstrong, 
Frank Borman, Pete Conrad, Jim Lovell, Jim DeWitt, Elliot C., Tom Stafford, Ed White, and John Young. Several of these men flew to the moon during Project Apollo, and a few of them went into space after that, in Space Lab and the Space Shuttle. Only one, Elliot C., never flew in space. With these new astronauts and 12 successful Gemini missions, NASA was ready to send men to the moon. And we will learn about that another day. I have included a video of Ed White's spacewalk in the episode notes, if you want to see him floating far above the Earth. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Thank you.